Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio. If you like what you hear, do us a favor and hit that subscribe button on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts and give us that five-star rating. Maybe even leave a review to let others know what you think of the show. And while you're at it, give us a like and a share on the socials and tell all your friends about Raised on the Radio. Raised on the Radio has a promo code for one of the best nutrition and supplement companies in the business for you to use. Whether you're looking for a custom oatmeal, a multivitamin, a great tasting protein that you can order by the pound, or simply looking for a company you know you can trust to send you the best quality products available, True Nutrition has you covered. Just go to truenutrition.com, look at all of the great products, place your order, and when you go to make your payment, type in C-E-P-N in the promo code box for 5% off of your entire order. It is that easy. Raised on the Radio's listenership continues to grow with every episode. We are always looking for great sponsorship and collaboration opportunities. If you or anyone you know has a business they are trying to grow and want to jump on board with us, email us at raisedontheradiostl at gmail.com. We would love to connect with you. If you would like to get a hold of Patrick Blair or myself, you can reach out through email or on the social medias. You can reach us at raisedontheradiostl at gmail.com or on the Raised on the Radio's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok pages. We also have a new website where you can find all of our content. Head on over to RaisedOnTheRadioSTL.com. As always, if you have any questions, concerns, comments, or topics you would like to get our thoughts on, do not hesitate to reach out. And now, let's get into this episode. Hey everybody, thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio. I am one half of this show. I am Colt Brocato, my good friend Patrick Blair in Zoomland. As usual, we did not get to record last week, which is the first week in a while. That was kind of on me, kind of on my parents. Um, I'm going to blame them because it can't be my fault. But my parents... Yeah, I don't know how it's your fault. Yeah, my parents both got COVID and they got them like... They tested positive like several days apart and which... I mean, it's COVID. It wouldn't be that big of a deal. However, um, my mom watches my son, so that's my babysitter. Um, so, and then not only when my mom's quarantine ended, but my dad's quarantine was still going. So they were like on opposite sides of the house, lysoling everything, wearing masks constantly. And me and my wife were having to like, I would work the first half of the day and then come home and then she would leave and go work the second half of the day. And it was just, it was a disaster. So they didn't get anyone else sick? No, they didn't, luckily. Um, and somehow this is the first time that either one of them has gotten COVID. Yeah, I feel like I'm the only person I know now that hasn't had COVID. I don't know your parents, obviously, but... Uh, right. Someone who... Oh, so... Some people you know, they were at my son's birthday party recently. Uh-huh. Uh, mom got it. Son got it like bad. We were actually, yeah, dude, it's just a guy who cuts my hair goes to Florida. And it was funny because he was, yeah, I got a haircut before he left. And I just joked with him. I was like, it's the wild west out there still, man. Good luck. Yeah. I was just joking. Like I would go to Florida. I don't give a fuck, but <laughs> he went, he went and everyone got sick. Oh man. Everyone. everyone. He didn't, but he's cut my hair. I'm like, you sure dude? You sure? You know, <laughs> but I don't care. It's whatever. 
but I feel like I'm the only one that has not had it. Do you feel like you're at a point now where it's like, it's just whatever? Like, if it's going to happen, yeah, it's going to yeah. happen, and at this point, we just kind of have to roll with the punches and, you know, just, just kind of see what happens. The, the weird thing is, is, like, I got it at the beginning of all this, and so right. apparently there's been, like, four strains since I had it, and all of them affect people differently and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's so weird. And when, yeah, when, I'm not, I'm when was the last time you've seen a person get it and lose smell and taste and stuff? Was that just the oh. first strain? I don't... I have no idea. I don't know. It's weird, dude. Are people dying anymore? I don't know. I know I saw Fauci on TV the other day talking about you should still wear a mask inside. I was kind of like, dude, you need to beat it. Isn't he like, retiring point, soon? Didn't he announce that he's retiring? It. I don't know. He should. But when, I, I'm not going to speak poorly about him. Right. Enough about COVID. Well, I'm glad. You, are your parents okay now? <laughs> yes. Everything's good. Okay, good. Yep. Okay, good. Um. And you don't feel sick. Your son doesn't feel sick. Nope. Uh, so my were, they ex- were you exposed to them like early on when they could have had it and didn't know they had it? Or so my mom watched my son on that Tuesday and Wednesday, but she, my mom always has sinus stuff going on, so she assumed it was sinus stuff. And then she didn't test until Thursday morning. And when she tested on Thursday morning, she ended up being positive. So she did have two days where she was watching my son. Now she was masked the entire time because she just, she's very paranoid about that kind of stuff. Um, especially with my son being so young. So she, even if she has like sinus stuff going on, she's always been wearing a mask and stuff. So that is a big help for sure. But has your son had a test? Um, it's been a couple of weeks. Now, now my son has not had a test since they te- since, since my mom and dad tested positive, but he has been tested before, yes. Okay. So, I, I don't know. I mean, if if he has had it, he's asymptomatic because he hasn't had a fever. He hasn't had, you know, the sore throat that's coming along with the new variant or anything like that. So yeah. So yeah. I mean, maybe we're maybe we're lucky, and he just uh, he is asymptomatic. But my wife. Hasn't had it either. She's never had it, and she was, you know, in the house when I had it. So, yeah, I don't know. She could be asymptomatic also, or just not just got lucky enough that she hasn't gotten it. But she works in the medical field just like your wife does. And yeah, I don't know how we haven't had it. You know, I don't know how my wife hasn't had it. Yeah, that's insane. It's, I mean, she has defied all science, yeah, logic, arguments. Like every, any criticism anyone's ever had about any of it, she has defied it. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Or she could have had it and didn't know. And right. there you go. Right. Um, but who knows? It's just, too late to find out. So. Yeah. You know who's not okay? Me. Okay. Huh? What do you mean? Because my football season's going to suck. <laughs> For at least six games. Well, you knew, I mean, you've known and you've talked about it for weeks yeah, and I'm weeks kidding. that Jacoby Brissett is your guy week one. I'm team Jacoby, man. I already and got may- my jersey. Maybe he's uh, your guy for six weeks. And do you think the six weeks is going to stick? Is that, a, is that a for sure rolling now or are they still working on it? Well, I mean, it's what the judge ruled and the NFL is appealing because they want it to be more. Right. So then the Players Association gets to come back and say, no, it's six. I mean, the NFL has has set this precedent that they're the law. 
and they want to protect the shield. And, and if you look at some of the other suspensions and what they were for, and have you ever read their, their conduct policy? Uh-uh. Yeah, you, you should read it because the, the verbiage of it is, I find it to be interesting because this suspension is the first of its kind. Meaning in the, in the conduct policy, it says they will not tolerate domestic abuse or sexual abuse of the violent kind. Okay. Well, he has not been accused of anything violent and he has not. And, it, and, and that's the other thing has not been proven to have done anything wrong necessarily. He, now he's settled in civil court, you know, it, um, is, is it considered sexual abuse? Sexual misconduct, I guess, is the word. Okay, I was going to say misconduct. And that's the, is the other thing, thing too. Like about. I've seen some people post, and yep, forgive me, I misspoke. I've seen some people post sexual abuse or sexual assault, and I'm like, no, 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 no. He hasn't been accused of sexual assault. He's been accused of sexual misconduct. Um, but it's the first of its kind. So I think the judge who ruled ruled based on that fact. Not that fact alone, but I think that fact had a lot to do with the ruling. Yeah. Um, I, again, I, it's this conversation. We have to talk about it because a, I'm a Browns fan, and b, everyone's talking about it, and we talk about sports. And but like, we all just need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> None of us were there. We yeah. don't know anything. Right. You know. You either support the Browns or you don't. I think at the end of the day, that's the, the the larger part of the question. Yeah. And this goes to fans and non-fans. So, like, fans, do you still support them with or without Deshaun Watson? Sorry, everyone. Right now, I support them with or without him. Right. If he's my quarterback, right now, I support the team. Do I think he's a little bit creepy do i think he has a fetish do i think he has a problem that probably needs to be fixed if all of what he has been accused of is true absolutely and i don't condone it right, right? i mean at this point it's still all accusations and nothing has it been is. nothing has been proven but something has had to have gone on for but i'm not but that's the thing i'm not celebrating the guy right yeah i'm celebrating my team yeah okay now, by celebrating the team, do I celebrate the guy? People will make that argument to say, yes, I do. But but that's the other thing. Forget about me. I'm a fan. Non-fans, you get to decide, do you support what the Browns have done by signing this guy? Do you get, do you, and you have to decide, do you support the team for bringing in a guy who all along has denied wrongdoing, up to this point, still has denied it, has accepted his suspension and is about to move on with his life. Do you accept that? If you don't, then don't watch him. But to sit there and act like you know what happened and act like you know what level of suspension he should have gotten and act like you know anything else about the situation, you don't. None of us do. Right. I found it so funny. Do you know who uh, Sarah Spain is? Why I I know that name. Why she works for ESPN? She's okay. on some of the like debate shows and okay. Uh, did you see the video floating around of his day at camp and it, like he was signing autographs and he was just getting mobbed? 
Uh-uh. Deshaun Watson. Uh-uh. Oh, you didn't see that video? No. It went viral, dude. People were like, what in the fuck is wrong with people in Cleveland? It's like, hey, well, look, we have short-term memory, okay? <laughs> we want to win. Now, am I saying all of the fans there that were trying to get an autograph think like I do, where it's like, logically speaking, we don't know if he's guilty, so maybe we should just shut the fuck up until... No, no. I think they're just rabid fans who wanted to get a piece of the dude, right? Yeah. A piece of their quarterback. But so anyway, she posted a video, and I think she just she just said something like, this is gross. Now... She's had, she's had a, she has a tendency to do this and I had to look at the comments. So I looked at the comments and then like, it took a while, it took a while, but I found, I found ones of people reposting her tweets where she was actively rooting for Ben Roethlisberger during a game. Oh, whoa. Okay. Now I'm just saying a little bit hypocritical. For those that don't know, Ben fondled some girls. We'll yeah, just say that. Right. Allegedly. Did he ever get proven guilt? Did he ever? He, nothing ever happened to him. I right? don't think so. But also, he's going to go to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> but so people retweeted that and they were like, hey, isn't this you? Wasn't this just like two years ago? You're rooting for a guy who's been accused of sexual assault, not sexual misconduct. Like this guy raped me in a bathroom at a nightclub. So again, we're, we're all, we're, we're spinning our wheels, man. We don't know what happened. We don't, it's just a matter of, do you support the overall, the overall, you know, sort of the bigger picture of what's happening, which is he still has, he still has an employer and his employer has an employer kind of, Mm -hmm. if you will. That's really what you need to pay attention to. Not Deshaun. No one knows what Deshaun did. We weren't there. And we're probably never going to know. Has have the Cleveland Browns come out and spoke about this really? Like I mean, they have several times, but it's been very cryptic and, you know, generic. It's just, it's, it's been what you would have expected. Yeah. I just wonder like but, have they made a statement saying we, you know, we fully back Deshaun Watson or something like that or can they not really say that because if you know, it comes out and he is charged, then they look bad. No, I mean, they've set, well, dude, I think the contract he got kind of says that. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm I'm just saying. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, again, I think the point, at this point, it's just like, do you support the Browns or not? And I think a lot of people will not. And I think once the dude plays, it's. I go back to what I told you a couple weeks ago, or, you know, I worry about, the capacity that he has as an individual and a human being to mentally deal with this every week while he's playing, you know? Yeah. His first game back is going to be against the motherfucking Ravens, dude. Right. Like that's prime time right there. Yeah. That's you and Lamar Jackson. That's like, it, it, it doesn't get any more prime time than that for the Browns. Right. It, the only thing that would have been, would have been more, I guess at this point, more prime time would be, oh, we're going to go to Cincinnati and play Joe Burrow. Or if Big Ben was still playing, we got to go to Pittsburgh and play Big Ben. Right. Something like that. Yeah. So that's as prime time as it gets. Have you seen their schedule for the first six games? Uh, yeah, I don't remember who they were, but I did see it. So if Jacoby plays half 
of what he has in his career, they should enter Deshaun's first game with a winning record. Okay. That's a big if. Yeah. But they have Carolina week one. Then they have the Jets. Uh, there's the Steelers mixed in there. They have the Patriots and the Chargers, which I, the Chargers, which I don't love. Yeah, that, um, that's going to be a rough one. Both of those. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? I, I, the, I don't know. The Patriots, I don't worry about too much. I think they can. Uh, well, look, they should have beat the Chargers last season. Fucking they had the only game up until week 12 or whatever it was that I think they truly lost, meaning the other team was just better. They just wiped them off the field was Arizona. Everyone up to that point, I was like, oh, we were in the game and we had a chance to win. Yeah. Every single one of them. Every single one of the losses. But anyway, it's ancient history at this point. Speaking of so, Arizona, dude, the contract that Kyle, uh, Kyler Murray got. Well, wasn't it for like eight years or something? Yeah. Well, look, man, I like him, but will they be able to build around him? That's going to be the biggest thing. Right. <sighs> I, I, I would say this at the very least. You, with a guy like that, they have to take the approach that Cincinnati did, where Cincinnati got significantly better uh, from Joe Burrow's first year up till last season, obviously. Mm-hmm. And obviously, his first season, he got destroyed. And oh, by the way, tore his ACL. Correct. Was it ACL or MCL? ACL, right? I think it was ACL. And we and I think I even remember us talking about it. I was like, that guy's going to get killed. His offensive line is no good. Like yeah. he's just getting hit way too much. So you need to take that approach. You, you your your first approach is protect your biggest asset, which is your quarterback. Mm-hmm. So you make sure that your offensive line is the shit. Right. Protect that guy, and then everything else will sort of fall in it, fall in its place through draft picks and free agency, affordable free agency. That's what I'm saying about Arizona. I'm like. I don't know if they necessarily build, build, build. I don't know if they have the capacity to do that, but. No, I mean, uh, that's one thing, like when it comes to Brady, we've talked about Brady a million times. I'm not the biggest fan of Brady. I respect what he's done, but I'm not really a fan. But that's always what they say, right? Is that he always takes a cut to have other players, like, you know what I mean, to, to create, space in to, to be able to pay other players. Now he's also the one that helps bring in like all-star players too, which I get is, I, I mean, you know, six and one half dozen the other, but still, I mean, he, he is one of those guys that they, they look at and say, well, he, he, he doesn't get paid what he could be paid. Like he's not making, you know, a, a Dak Prescott or a Kyler Murray contract or a Deshaun Watson contract. Right. So, I mean, um, not to shift gears too much also about Brady though. Have you seen this whole tampering thing with Brady? What? This whole tampering thing with Brady where what the, the fuck does that even mean? The Dolphins lost like a first round pick and something else uh and and I think got fined also because they were tampering with Tom Brady while he was with the Patriots and while he was with the Bucks. Oh yeah, I saw. Dude, I don't uh, even understand this. What I mean, I, you so so is is it in a contract that states that if you're with a team, another team cannot contact you or talk to you about anything? Uh, what do you mean, like about your existing contract? I don't know. I don't know exactly what's like what's happening here. Why well, they definitely can't talk to you? They have to talk. That's why you have agents. 
So no, they can't talk to him directly. Right. Well, I mean, they're saying that Tom Brady's not going to get in trouble for anything, but that it's a bad look on him. But I think Sean Payton's thrown into this too. I dude, I which makes sense. Me, which I makes saw sense the headline, but. because I mean, as of um, like as of the end of last season when Brady retired, he was the plan was for him to come back and play for Miami, right? And Sean Payton was going to be the coach, and that all fell through. And now Brady came back, and now Bruce Arians all of a sudden goes up to the upper box, and he's not the coach anymore. Like, there's a lot of fishy stuff going on around there. There usually is some fuckery surrounding Tom Brady, yes. <laughs> I think it's safe to say at this point, you know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I saw the headline, but I saw his name, and I right past it. I don't. Okay. I just do not care. I don't. Right. Well, anyways, back to Deshaun Watson. As far as that goes, six games, Browns could be very lucky, especially if he comes out and he comes out guns blazing and plays well. If he is running off of a winning record as well, you know, when he first comes in, we'll see. But we're also talking about a quarterback who didn't play last year. Yeah, I mean, I just worry. I don't worry about him physically. I don't worry about his skills necessarily. I just worry about psychologically and mentally – having to deal with the inevitable, you know, just backlash and scrutiny and criticism and just whatever. I mean, call what you want, ridicule. I I mean, it all applies. I worry about that. You know, I, I don't know enough about him. Meaning like when he was with the Texans, I didn't pay attention that much, you know? Mm -hmm. So I, I, but I'll tell you something. So, and this was sort of an eye-opening thing for me. So I know someone that went to Clemson, huge Clemson football fan from, from the area. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not like, oh, I'm from Missouri and I go to Clemson. No, no, I like grew up 10 miles away from Clemson. Mm-hmm. Was their dream to go to Clemson. That's where they went. So I was talking to them and I was just like, hey, give me your thoughts. I know this Sean's your guy and you from the beginning have kind of been like, you know, this is not the guy that I saw in college. And, but anyway, he said like, and this is something I didn't know. And I I haven't even Googled it to verify it, but I just found it interesting. And it it goes to the, like I said, the, the mental capacity and just the overall. So anyway, he said that, you know, at Clemson, he had this like, long long-term girlfriend was always in the community doing things was just you know the all-american guy and then when he got signed by houston the first public thing ever said about him is that he starts hanging out with a porn star you know which now dude i don't care you want to hang out with porn stars i say go do it you know what i'm saying i say (laughs) get it in whatever but if you are this guy who was like this all American, like good boy. And all of a sudden you're, you're cruising with porn stars. It is going to throw people off a little bit. So from that person's perspective, I understood the, the, how alarming that was. Right. Mm -hmm. But I also didn't know that. So that made me go, Oh, wow. Kind of interesting to know, considering what's come out now, you know, but if but if you knew about it at the time, you probably wouldn't have thought anything. You probably would have just been like, "Good for him, whatever." Fuck. Yeah, hanging out with a porn star. Yeah, yeah. No, I've no. I don't know. I mean, in the in the grand scheme of things, I don't think that that really means much. 
as far as this all goes. Like I, I can see how you can, you can put them together, but I, I don't, it don't, I doubt it. I doubt it. I doubt they go together at all. I'm not connecting those dots, but my point of telling you that story is that people right. have, yeah, are, and will. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I find the whole thing interesting too. Did you, did you also hear you also the, the, the attorney for the individuals who are suing Deshaun Watson. Now, again, this is all just kind of, okay. Is it, is it a coincidence, but he lives like 10 minutes away from the owner of the Texans. Okay. So like Deshaun Watson requests a trade, the Texans deny he sits out and then all of a sudden he's being sued by an attorney that lives 10 minutes away from the owner who's pissed off at Deshaun Watson. The attorney's been, he's come out and been like, I don't know. I don't know the owner of the Texans. I've never spoken to them. If you put them in a room with me, I wouldn't know who they were. Yeah. I don't know about that. I don't know if I believe that hmm. you're a high profile right. prosecuting attorney who lives in an affluent neighborhood in Houston <laughs> by the owner of the Texans and you don't know who they are. I don't know about that. That's a little bit weird to me. Yeah. I'm not saying you know them personally and you go to dinner five times a week at their house, but I'm right. saying you know who they are. Yeah. So that was another interesting thing. The whole thing is screwy, dude. So again, I as a Browns fan right now am team Browns, right? Mm-hmm. I support the Browns. And look, um, if by week eight he's been playing and something comes out, we have uh, an overwhelming burden of proof that he did something wrong. I'll be the first one to say, put Jacoby back in. Yeah. You know? Which, I mean, I bet something in the back of Jacoby's head is probably saying, I hope. I hope it gets extended because, like, it – but I don't know. He, he's kind of had his shot, so I don't know if – I mean – He's had a shot I, numerous I, times. Yeah, I mean, I guess he he's still got a chance to prove himself again, but I don't, I don't know. Well, let me just say this. He has one hell of an offense to work with. Yeah. Probably the best running game in the NFL. New addition in Amari Cooper. Probably two of the best tight ends in the NFL. Good offensive line. He's got everything he needs to be successful. If they could just get OBJ back, you guys would be set. Nope. <laughs> no thanks. Don't want him. Don't care. Um, he's got everything he needs. Oh, by the way, an offensive play caller who will call plays in your favor. You know, he won't put you at risk if he doesn't have to, you know? Okay. And, and that was the thing with Baker that I think a lot of people overlooked is, is the plays where he did poorly was when he had to step outside of what the play was or the play call was and was now I get uh, elite guys when they're under pressure, they make plays. I understand. And Baker did too, but 
the majority of the time when you saw him making mistakes, it was when he was forced to make plays himself. And he played hero ball because he likes so to do, win. So does, he likes to be a competitor. So does that, not, does that look bad on the team? Like for the play, well, like for the play or for the O-line, you know, falling, I guess, to where I he mean, has to. The O-line to... can't protect you 100% of the time. True. Sometimes right. you're going to have to make a decision. Yeah. Are you going to play hero ball or are you going to throw the ball away? You know? Yeah. Baker, more often than not, would try to make the play himself. Mm-hmm. It's how he got hurt. It's how he got hurt. Yeah. He threw an interception and he tried to make a tackle. Dude, what are you doing? <laughs> I get it. You're a gamer. You want to make up for your mistake, but it's ultimately what led us to this this point. Week two, he throws an interception against the Texans, ironically enough. Gets hurt making a tackle, and here we are. So, so you still think he's the guy week one for Carolina? I haven't heard anything specific, but then again, I haven't heard Sam Darnold's name in a while. Yeah, I think he's the guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And people can post all the out of context videos they want of him making mistakes and scrimmage. Right. I I don't give a fuck. He's going to be the guy. Okay. He's going to be the guy. Well, is he healthy? Is he 100%? You know, Um, all things point to he is. So we'll see. Yeah. I think, uh, like I said, at the end of the day, none of us know. None of us know. And probably probably are never going to know. No, like I said, unless there's an overwhelming burden of proof of his wrongdoing, it's going to be one of those situations where it's like, which doesn't happen these days, but he's innocent until proven guilty, not guilty until proven innocent. Right. Unfortunately, that's not the way we work anymore. But and I find it funny, too, because, it, and I don't know, we probably, it's probably time to move on, but I saw someone post that, you know, they posted suspensions of players and the amount of games they got for their said situation. And they said, Deshaun Watson, sexual assault. And I'm like, he, no, he didn't, he was never accused of sexual assault. But also, it just goes to show you the time that we're living in now where you can just say something about someone and an overwhelming majority are going to just believe it because you said it. That and, and, I, that and if you're a, like us and you're on the outside looking in, you can't say anything different because then you look like you're taken up for the guy, even if, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. If it, it seems like we're taking up for Deshaun Watson, but we're really not. We're just saying that there's no de- undeniable proof that says that this happened. You're just taking it on, you know, the, the fact that these people said it. I wanted to say to the person that said that, well, I could tell people that you hit me in the balls with a shovel. And I'm not going to have any proof of that. But because I said it, they're going to be sending my balls get well cards. <laughs> you know? I think I just found the title for our episode. <laughs> just the way we live. I did find it interesting, though, that, you know, Plaxico Burris only got four games for when he shot himself in the leg. 
I wonder what that was considered. Like, what kind of misconduct was that considered? Well, it was an illegal weapon. Oh, that wasn't a registered okay. weapon. So. Okay. But people like try to give like show sympathy, like, well, he shot himself. I'm like, okay, but he. Uh, uh, again, I don't know. I, the the other thing about that too is that it was outside of the NFL. I think it makes it worse that it's inside the NFL. You know what I'm saying? Like everything yeah, against yeah, Deshaun yeah. Watson is like attached to the NFL as well, and attached to a lot of people that are involved with the NFL. In a way, yeah. It plus Burris's thing was more just illegal, but it was it was outside of. The NFL. Yeah, but I correct me if I'm wrong, but aren't the majority of these women weren't they contacted by Deshaun? Like the team didn't set it up. Oh, is that how it worked? I thought they were actually like team. I think masseuses. he was going on Instagram and sending people DMs, being like, "Oh, oh. I need a." I didn't know fact that. Check that, and we we can come back to that next week. We may, I, we I may need to fact check that. Yeah, I don't know about. No, I said it. It's true. <laughs> I don't know about him. Who Instagrams masseuses to just have them? I don't know. High-powered NFL quarterbacks? I don't know. That still seems very unprofessional. It's well, That's the whole point. <laughs> well, that, that, well, that's what I'm saying. That's why the behavior is kind of gross. Yeah. That kind of, that's why the behavior is gross to people because it's like, okay, well, why are you doing that? Right. And it goes back to what I said however many episodes ago. Like, why so many, dude? Why are so many saying the same thing? Are they all conspiring against you? Maybe. Maybe not. I mean, seems you odd. know, there is the whole, uh, there's money involved in this thing. And it's all money. Even if you the were, thing. even if you were a masseuse that, that did massage him at some point and nothing weird happened. It's, you know, pretty easy to just jump on the bandwagon and say they did this. Now, if he did do this, fuck that guy. However, we don't know. We're probably never going to know. It's a revolving door of bags, bags of money. That's all it is. Yep. But we'll see. Yeah. Well, before we get too far away from football. Yeah. Unless you have something else to say. No, go ahead. I was just going to bring up the XFL and wondering if you're curious at all or if you're interested at all. So glad you asked. I'm in. Cool. I'm in now. But oh wait, before you, this, before b- before before you before you answer that, were you in before? Like as in last season before the, COVID? Yes. Were you in yeah. then? Did yeah. you watch? I were watched like four games probably. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, no. I got the colors on now. It's not a, um, I'm in under one condition. If you tailgate before the games and have any type of sign or symbolism related to Stan Kroenke. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> you're going to be arrested. <laughs> if you make it into the stadium with some sort of sign or anything related to Stan Kroenke, you're getting kicked out and you're getting arrested. If you are on social media after every game saying, fuck Stan Kroenke, you're getting booted off that social media account and you're not allowed to go to a game ever. Fair? 
At this, I think it's fair. At this point, yes. I think you, you were a little pre- Thank you. I think you were a little premature before because Holy he, shit, was I? You were. Because well people had Stan well, Crocky I know, dolls I know, on nooses. I know, and we talked about that on the show. And I think you were a little premature in how mad you were about that though, just because we're talking about a St. Louis football team at that point, and we hadn't really had one since the Rams left. Now there's been a breathing period, and it's like Stan Kroenke who? I agree. I agree. There was a breathing with, period before the Battlehawks got here, but not where we had a football team. There was football. <laughs> Again, if you, if you have a sign, you're getting arrested. Okay. Just leave them at home. Well, they let's under see those conditions. I have the the XFL teams hub, so we've got Arlington. So wait, hold on before you tell before you tell me. Are they bringing back all of the original teams? I don't know. No, because I think they got okay, rid go of two of them and put in new teams. So Arlington, do you know Bob Stoops? Do you know that name? That's their head coach. I do. Former coach of Oklahoma. Okay. So I he, thought he coached one of the XFL teams previously. Maybe he did. I don't know. I want to say he did. Now Wade Phillips, he, he was what? De- I think he was the defense coordinator for Denver. Who? Wade Phillips. Yeah. He's yeah, gonna yeah. be coaching. Cowboys too. Yeah, he's gonna be coaching Houston. Oh shit! Uh, we got Las Vegas. That's a new team. They didn't have one before. Rod Woodson. What? Are you serious? Yeah, he's the head I, coach. Yeah, you're gonna have to probably go through who these guys are. I'm not as much in. Is, was he a college coach or? Oh my god, Rod Woodson's a Hall of Famer, dude. Oh, okay, NFL Hall of Famer. Oh, okay, safety. Okay, the name sounded familiar, but let's see Orlando which Orlando didn't have a team before either Terry or Terrell Buckley is going to be their coach Heinz Ward okay, is coaching going. San Antonio Heinz Ward yes holy shit I really like this uh Seattle Jim Hazlitt okay and then St. Louis is Anthony Becht so that's the coach we had right Oh, that I don't know for sure. Okay, keep going. The last one we've got is Washington, D.C., and Reggie Barlow is the coach for them. Um, So we've only got, there's only eight teams. Now, I don't know if they're going to expand outside of that, but I know they got rid of a team or two and put in like Las Vegas and Orlando. Okay. Which, I mean, makes sense because, you know, they're, they're big markets that they didn't have before. And they they were able to scope out the markets that they had before that didn't do well as far as ticket sales go and all that. So, I mean, you know, there's a lot of big names that are really smart about this kind of stuff that is taking over this whole, you know, shebang. And they're trying to use this as, I think, like a... um, Like a... Not a training camp. What's the word I'm looking for? But... NFL can pick from the XFL, basically. Yeah. Which they did before. I think, uh, was it PJ Walker? Mm-hmm. He was the Roughnecks, I think, quarterback. Mm-hmm. And he's still a Carolina, right? I, maybe. I don't know. Pretty sure. I don't know what, I don't, I don't know. know about our guy, uh, Tayamu. He was with Kansas City for a minute, but I don't know if he still is or not. I want to say that coach was the coach last time, but okay, he may have been. And I have to correct myself. Woodson was a cornerback and a safety. 
Okay. Mainly a cornerback. He played safety later in his career. Okay. Anyway, uh, dude, that's awesome. Well, good for them. Like I said, uh, Stan Kroenke, move on. Yeah. People of St. Louis, move on. Time to move on. Have we talked since I went to Three Days Grace and Wage War? No. Yeah. The factory's the shit. I figured you were going to say that because I've heard a lot of musicians say that. Yeah, I don't know if it has anything to do with being a musician. I just think it's the shit. Like, okay, like sound-wise, do you... The shit. Yeah, okay, so that's the, the big, that's the biggest part from a musician standpoint, I think. Is, I mean, is, fine, but... Yeah, I guess, I guess. Okay. I'd have to that, play there and be on stage... And so, hear the stage sound. so there, there's no other venue like in St. Louis that's comparable to the pageant. It's okay. Yeah, I mean the pa- I mean it's. I think it's bigger, but uh, yeah, no, it, it has to be bigger. I don't know. It doesn't have like the balcony though. It doesn't have a balcony. I don't remember. Anyway, it was a great show. That's a great place. Who owns Who to. owns the factory? No idea. Because I mean that no just it idea. just popped up last year. And like they're they have they're pulling everybody like huge comedians well, and stuff are playing there and everything. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I, what's weird though is that everything around it on that side is closing. It's like the outlet mall closed. Yeah, there's nothing there. I did I did it's see like that. I wonder why. Well, Top Golf is right there, isn't it? Isn't that like across? Nah, the... Top Golf's like further back on the highway. Oh, is it? Yeah. But yeah, and I know then I... all the restaurants and anywhere you would want to go eat are on the other side. So, yeah, I mean it's it's. Hey, it's not bad. I mean, you got to drive less than a mile to go get food or go to a bar. But I mean, yeah, it's the shit. Um, and Wage War was fucking dude. Is that your first time seeing Wage War? No. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. Um, they're gonna blow up. They're gonna blow. Oh, up. you don't think they have? I thought. Well, I mean, I think they have, but I okay. think they're gonna blow up in a in a in a like. Uh, rock radio sort of tra- like you know uh, you know transition to you know active rock radio type way like 3 days grace has always been yeah so how was how was 3 days grace did you stay for that whole set i did it was good uh the singer was hammered oh really <laughs> hammered but he sang well you couldn't tell until he tried to speak and then i was like oh homeboys had a few yeah you know Oh, uh, no, it was good. They were good. Okay. I Like I've always said, I mean, I, I probably butchered this because I've said it so many times, but, you know, I liked My Darkest Days. I, I was a fan of that band with that with him as that lead singer. When yeah. he came over and took over with Three Days Grace after Adam left, I wasn't a fan because I think he was trying, he was trying to mimic Adam, which he couldn't do. I don't know if anyone and it, can. We've already yeah, talked about it. Right, and it took a while. Um, but now I think he's made, you know, he is the front man for that band. And I think he's figured out a way to make it work. I, I would agree. I mean, it was a, that's a huge place and they filled that place. And, um, well, I mean the name, just the name three days, grace carries a hell of a lot of weight. Do they have so many songs that people know? Yeah. So like, he doesn't have to sound like that dude. Just sing them exactly. well enough for people not to go, oh, I could do better than that. Exactly. And you'll be fine. Yep. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's what we talked about with, uh, I think it was last episode, we were talking about like Bon Jovi, how his voice is shot. 
and uh, you know, a, a lot of other uh, frontmen for bands where they're they just don't sound good anymore. They're too old, or you know, their yeah. voices are shot or whatever. And like I, I, I had mentioned, like, does it matter? Because if you're going to watch a band that has all these hits, people are there to scream the lyrics to their favorite songs. They're not so much worried about what the lead singer sounds like. Yes and no. Yes and no. No, I mean if it's if if it's like legit clear, like dude, he sounds awful, then I I get it. But on the other hand, the majority of people that are going in there aren't really listening for that. I don't think. I think they're just listening for the the songs and they want to belt it out. I agree, but you can't like you can't go see Guns and Roses and like Axel be being like you know. She's got eyes, but it seems to me remind like you can't sing it like that. You yeah. have to like it has to be yeah. something close to the original. Right. You know, Bon Jovi's like, whoa, we're halfway there. <laughs> like, you gotta no. I don't know, but could he? He could get away with that, I think. No, dude. No, dude. It's gotta be. I mean, you're no well, not with me. But he probably could. Yes, he probably. You think, could you think like he's that. got some backup singers that are help help that out a lot? Of course. Yeah. Of course. I just uh, I just sent this to a couple people. Are you familiar with the band Dayseeker? I know of them, but I don't know any songs off the top of my head. So they have they're 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 kind of like blowing up on like Sirius Octane and those channels like that. They have a few songs that I really like, but they they. Octane does these videos where they have the guys, the bands in studio and they do these live performances and theirs was just riddled with so much fake shit. And I was like, fuck man, I really love this song, but this is, it was just too much. It was too many tracks. Like the vocals didn't at times I was like, that's not, that's not real. Like, and I hate saying that, because I don't have enough integrity to be like, Hey, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, but I, but I, but I notice it. And I, when I do notice it, I'm like, Oh fuck man, that sucks. But what can you do? Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Is three days grace, a two thousands band. Would you consider them a two thousands band or a 2010s band? Uh, I would say more two thousands, right? Yeah, but yeah, they would have to be. Because I mean, one I was, better, I was, one I was of the better two thousands rock bands, right? Yeah, um, I'm, I'm still, I'm still torn between that though. I think it depends. When did I hate everything about you come out? That's that's that was early two thousands, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It had to have been. Yeah. And then the uh, the. Uh, the world will never be what I expected. That's 2000s, right? Or is that 2010s? If I don't belong. I know the song, but I'm trying to get to the chorus in my head. That's a great song. Yeah. Um, that that whole dude, that whole album rocks. That one X album. That is a really good album. Is that what that's from? Or oh, I'm talking the one that I really like. Is the one that didn't like blow up for them so much as uh, Life Starts Now. Yes. I think it's so good. I think yes. it's so good. Yes. 
And that dude's voice on that record is, is exactly what I'm talking about, where it's like he does some shit. I'm like, dude, you can't. I don't care who you are. You can't recreate that. So they're one of the better ones of the 2000s. Who do you think are some of the – what are some of the bad songs of the 2000s? Or do you even think like this? Bad songs of the 2000s? Do you like three – or not 311, Finger 11? <laughs> what did they have? Two songs? Like pa- Paralyzer was one of them, which I like that song. The, they had the uh, – One thing. The, the, the ballad, yeah. One thing. Yeah. Which are two completely different. Like not even the same. Band. Not even close to the same. Yeah. <laughs> Both good songs. Yeah. Both good songs. Yeah. And the and the record that um one thing is on is way better than what that song represents. And that's a great song. They had a song that came out before one thing, like it wasn't the first single from that. And I actually have it. I have purchased it, and it didn't do anything for them. Okay. So one thing was the thing that like blew them up, and then Paralyzer came out, and people were like, oh, my God. Do you consider that to be a good or bad song of the 2000s? I mean, me personally, I liked it. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it's all, it's all preference, right? I don't know. Not to some people. Good Times is the name of the song. Okay. It's from that album with one thing. Okay. It came out in 2003. Holy shit. Um, the early 2000s are getting farther and farther away from us, Patrick. <laughs> dude. <laughs> seems like yesterday. I, well, there I, are some I, people that... I just seen something the other day that on Facebook, I think, that said, uh, it still, every time somebody says 30 years ago, I'm thinking, yeah, 1970. And it's like, no. Always. Yeah. <laughs> Always. That's how I think, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But you, uh, so there are, there are people who think there are bad songs in the 2000s. How do you feel about the band Hinder? I'm not going to lie. I liked them <laughs> in the beginning, like when it first came out. But that, you know, that Lips of an Angel song was played 100 million times on all the radios. And it just, it, 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 went downhill for me. And then now that I've gotten more into music since then. And I, if I listen to the song, I'm like, I, his voice is just not good either. I'm not going to say that's a good or a bad song, but that's one of the cringiest songs when it comes to lyrics. Oh yeah, dude. It's gotta be, it's gotta be right. Yeah. But I remember when that record came out, they were one of the few rock bands of whatever year that that came out to like actually go platinum. Oh really? Pretty, I, I think it was them and like Disturbed maybe had a record come out that year. Dang. Yeah, so you can hate again. It's like what I said about Imagine Dragons. You can hate if you want. Yeah. But you didn't write Lips of an Angel. Right. Which I mean, I think every genre took over that song too, right? Didn't every genre play that song also? Oh, you mean like top forty and like country, know. like you know a. a Country. country musician did the song, uh, you know, and I'm pretty sure like every genre picked it up at some point. Well, I, I can guarantee you that it got played on a loop in Hollister for a good <laughs> year and a half. <laughs> and I've never been inside of a Hollister, but I can guarantee you it got played in a Hollister. What does our friend Finn McKinty think about the song? Terrible. He doesn't like it. No. On top of the fact that, uh, the, as, the, as you said, the, the lyrics are completely cringy. 
Does he actually say that? Yes, he does. Let's hear what he has to say. All right, here we go. So the first issue is his voice. It. Like, I can't imagine this is anybody's actual singing voice. Honey, why are you calling me? It sounds like somebody who, like, punctured a lung in a thriller movie when the bad guy shoots the, the good guy cop, like the, the, the sidekick cop, and he's like on his dying breath and like, who, who did this? Stay with me, Max. Tell me, who did this to you? And he's like, lips of an angel. Like he's forcing out his last breath. That's the first problem. The second problem is, I don't know if you've ever paid attention to the lyrics to this song, but it's about a guy cheating and he's upset because his side piece is calling him while his main bitch is in the other room. It's kind of hard to talk right now. It's kind of hard to talk right now. <laughs> Is he writing the lyrics? In the next it looks room. like it, yeah. That's the best. Anyway, so I guess everybody knows that song, or they they had to have heard it. I'm trying to think Tom, of who... Tom Waits. Tom Waits is the dude I'm thinking of with the gravelly voice. Not Jeff Buckley. I don't know why I said Jeff Buckley. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know anyway, who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's... <laughs> it's not real. Like, it's just... it's. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when that song came out, hearing that voice, and I was like, Jesus, bro. A little bit too much, huh? A little bit, a little Let's bit. downplay that a little <laughs> bit, no? But, hey, man, I haven't sold a million records, so what the fuck do I know? Right. So so he had a few other ones. So, like, Afro Man was one of the worst songs of the 2000s. I mean, fine. Which, I mean, it was, it was just a dumb song, I guess. I mean, it's a gimmick song. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of gimmick songs. I'm not going to lie. What but about that one? I'm okay with. What about uh, who let the dogs out? I mean, no. <laughs> I'll tell you, you who's know? a gimmick band that I can't stand. Okay, and I guarantee you like them. I cannot stand the band Cake. Eh, they got a few that I, that I'm okay oh. with. I can't sit down and listen to a whole record, but. Ugh. Them and Weezer. Yeah, I'm forget not the it. biggest fan of Weezer. Just forget it. Yeah. And I know that's just crazy of me to say because Weezer has classic albums, but no, I'm good. Another thing that they are another. Oh, before you, before you, before you say that. Good. Something that pissed me off. So for my, my son's birthday, someone got him a history of rock book, which I read to him every day. Every morning I pick it up. I'm like, hey, bud, you want to read this book? He runs over to me, sits in my lap. Let me read it. We've read it a thousand times at this point, but in the book, so it talks about, you know, blues and jazz gave birth to rock. And then there was Beatlemania and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, uh, talks about Queen and ACDC and Nirvana and Pearl Jam. And then it goes, and then Weezer dressed like Buddy Holly and their cruises were a ball. And who knew that the white stripes weren't brother and sister after all? Every time I read that part to him, I go, this is all bullshit. <laughs> I say that every time. And my wife goes, do you have to say that every time? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I have Don't a, put Weezer and the white stripes in a rock and roll book. I have a I question do. about that. Do okay. I know the person that gave you this book? Uh, no, I don't think so. Maybe not? Okay. Actually, yeah, I don't think so. Because... 
because a person who was at that birthday party also gave that same book to my son when he was born. <laughs> oh, so, definitely not. Okay, definitely so not. I was no, wondering. No, no. Okay, all right. <laughs> so you know the book I'm talking about. Yes, I do. Yep. Yeah, it sucks. Fuck that. And then the last page where it talks about how like people think most greats are in the sky and then like it's a kid in, on a bed like listening to music. What are the posters on the wall? Do you know? I don't remember. I've only looked at the book a couple of times. Imagine Dragons, Muse, <laughs> and Kings of Leon. <laughs> and then it says in rock and roll will never, ever die, you know. Isn't Kings of Leon the band that St. Louis hates? Because the lead singer, oh, remember yeah, when the lead singer got the, pooped on by a bird and he quit? A pigeon shit on him and he quit. <laughs> it also was 120 <laughs> degrees. Yeah. But, yeah. And then the next night, Tom Petty played for like four hours. Oh, really? That didn't help their cause. Did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. Huh. Yeah. Uh, but no, what I was going to say is uh, they said he, uh, he was talking about Cisco and the Thong song that came out in the early 2000s also and how terrible of a song that was. Did you know that he didn't, like he doesn't get any royalties off that song? Doesn't surprise me one bit. Do you know why? Please tell me. Because that one small part in the song where he says, live in La Vida Loca. Wait, what? Yeah. Finn McKenty even talked about it in the video. He lost all royalties because of that. So I don't know. Is that kind of one of those? Bum, 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 bada, bum, bum. Ding, 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 ding. Theirs goes. Uh, I don't know. It must be. It must be one of those similar situations. That sucks. Yeah. And also, fuck Ricky Martin. Didn't something just happen with him? Something about his nephew or something, right? Came out and was Someone claiming. Se- Maybe I should. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Oh, okay. I thought, like, didn't he have a nephew or something that was claiming sexual abuse against him? Fuck Ricky Martin. Google that. I'm pretty sure. I got to. Also, I like that little uh, bracelet you got around your microphone. That's cute. It's holding it there. Leave me alone. Can you see it? Oh, you can't <laughs> yeah. see it now. Damn. It's actually a hair tie. I know. this. Okay. Is I didn't know if it was that or like a mosquito repellent thing. <laughs> we'll just call it that. <laughs> okay. Ricky Martin on the painful incest allegations made by his nephew. I'm not even going to read Jesus. that. Jesus. That is I don't even, so gross. I, I just hate that word in general that yeah, it was incest, used. That is just one that just, it just hits you, right? Yikes. Oh, digs in your, Ugh, um, didn't, didn't like it. What did you just talk about? You said, uh, Cisco, dude, I didn't like that thong song. I thought Cisco was a little bit goofy when that came out. Like, and, and not because of the song or anything that happened with the song, but he was at, he was at a, a, he won like an MTV video music award for that. And he was with the girl who starred in the movie Players Club, which uh, something tells me you haven't seen that. No. I think you should. Okay. I think you should. Okay. But, um, I'll give you a quick, quick. The Players Club is about a girl who is a stripper who is trying to make a better life for herself. And uh, the, the strip club is owned by Bernie Mac, one of his best roles ever. Super funny. It's owned by Bernie Mac, but he owes people money and people come and try to like rob the place. And then there's like Ice Cube is in it. He's a gangster. And then it's a, it's a whole thing. So you just got to watch it. Okay. But uh, the girl in the movie who stars in the movie went to the video music awards with him, right? As his date. 
And like when he won the award, like he got up and she was trying to like congratulate him and like love on him. And he just, he just kind of like walked away. I was like, bro, do you see her right now? Like, <laughs> what are you doing? I just remember that being a thing when it happened is how old I am. Um, I feel like Cisco was on TRL. Oh, a ton. He of had times. to have been right. Yeah, yeah. But let me tell you something, dude. The group he was in before he went solo is the shit and will always be the shit. I know nothing about it. What's Drew the- Hill. Drew Hill. It is some of the best 90s R&B. They have some of the best 90s R&B songs. Okay. Ever. You need to check them out. Okay. Uh, but yeah. that was, they, they were the shit. Um, was that? I'm trying which to... Which I always thought it was... I thought it was odd because when the thong song came out, I was like, oh, he's cashing in. Like, this is not... Because he was like the leading man, kind of. I, yeah, he was the leading man in Drew Hill. Drew Hill was like a five... And four piece, four guys, yeah, four guys, like you know, like a boys to men type group, mm-hmm. and uh, he was like their their front man, I guess. Um, so when he went solo, I remember people going like, "Oh shit, what is this going to sound like?" And then Thong Song came in like, "Oh, okay, like yeah, yeah." He's like, "Fuck it, <laughs> fuck it," which fine, do you man? Like that was good. that was that Learn. at the height of like Z one oh seven seven days. Thong song, yeah, that was the height of TRL days for sure. You know what? St- you know what station I'm talking about though? St. Lu- the St. Louis radio station Z1077. I listen to it sometimes. Still or used to? Listen to it today, probably. It's yeah. still a thing. Z1077. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Really? Every city has to have a top forty station. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I like pop music. I listen to it sometimes. Yeah, I didn't even know if they still did pop. I just, I, oh, it's, been, it it's, it's been, it's, it's been like yeah, 15 yeah. years since I tried to listen to Z1077. Turn it on. You'll hear the Harry Styles song I was trying to tell oh, you about. Geez, hear, that's uh, what, what, watermelon something or another? Oh, no, dude. No, no, as it was. <laughs> I don't know the watermelon song. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I don't even know I'm why really I remember watermelon. Stupid. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't even know why I remember watermelon. I think it was called the watermelon song. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't know. I've never heard it. I don't know what that is. <laughs> what were some of the other ones on the list? You said Afro Man and then Cisco and what was some, somebody uh, 303, else? 303, which I... Yeah, I'm, I agree with him 100% on oh, that one. Really? So he was the opposite. So what these were, were I think these were fa- these were fan-submitted terrible songs. He and he talks to them, yeah. He, uh, he actually was a big fan of 303. And he actually played like a newer song by them and stuff. He it's said he, he thinks they're outstanding. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. They're a gimmick band. I mean, they're, they were huge. Oh, I understand. I understand. I got to watch them play a Warped Tour. Oh, really? Oh, how yeah, did I that, understand. how's a live performance by them? Is it entertaining? Not good. No, no, it's not good. It's nonsense, but kids don't care. You know who, and maybe I just didn't get it, and I can't remember if it was Point Fest or what, but um, a guy that a lot of people really like, but I just didn't understand, I didn't get the live performance is Andrew WK. <laughs> I'm, I mean, um, I don't know. When did you see him? I don't know. It, I, I think I think it was at a Point Fest because it was on a side stage. So then it so, would have been later. Yeah, this it was this was probably like I don't know five five years ago maybe something like that. Okay, 
if you had seen him initially, I think he would have felt differently. But also, you would have been a toddler when that happened. So, <laughs> there apparently, uh, apparently, where did I hear this recently? I heard something like there's a conspiracy theory about him that he's it's not the real Andrew WK anymore. Like it's a different guy. I don't know. Yeah, okay, fine. Do do we lose just... either way? <laughs> Do, do any of us suffer either way? <laughs> I don't think it matters. I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the, the 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 list that you're talking about, so I want to say that I saw a different version of it. And I unfortunately, the only one I remember is he talked about how shitty at the drive-in was. Because he played the one-arm scissor video. And man, I, I just remember me personally and a, a group of my friends Actually, I want to say the people I was in a band with. When that came out, we fucking flipped out. We were like, holy shit, what is this? But the way that he explained it, he was like, the only way that you would have liked this back when it came out in 2000, whatever, is you were young enough to have been influenced by something new that wasn't what you were hearing at the time. And I'm paraphrasing that, but that's exactly what that band and that song was. Mm -hmm. So I think it was just sort of like a, what? Was, was it like the, was it the start like was that, was though. it like the start of a new genre kind of no kind no it wasn't no. the start well that's what I was just about to say I think I was listening to shit like that but they did it in such a for me and more of a palatable way than some of the bands I was listening to that were doing something similar uh, but yeah I mean when when you go back and listen to some of it you're like yeah it's not great like but I think it's like the guitars are meant to be a little bit out of tune. The vocals are meant to be a little bit pitchy, you know, gimmicky. I guess you could call that gimmicky, but gotcha. I don't know. They have great songs. On that record, though, Relationship uh, relationship with a Man, that fucking great songs on that record. But anyway, I don't know. But yeah, so to finish up, so we've got um, O-Town. I can't remember what the song was that they chose. Because I want it all. Uh, let's see, Black Eyed Peas, I Got a Feeling. And That's then, a terrible song. I uh, agree with them. And then Gwen Stefani and Buck Cherry. Wait, that's no doubt. What's yes. the Gwen Stefani song? I hate that song. I don't uh, remember. I don't remember, but it was huge. Yeah, Holla That Girl. That's yeah, it. Yeah. I'm with them. Yeah. Oh. What about Buck Cherry? You're a big Buck Cherry fan, right? Love Buck Cherry. I've never had any problems with those guys. Love him. I don't have you told what, you haven't told a Buck story. What's the song? Is the song a Buck Cherry story? Have you? Yeah, you haven't told a Buck I, Cherry story, have you? I can't. You can't. Nope. Okay. It would incriminate too many people. Okay. The story, so I can't. Okay. I didn't sign anything, but I've made a promise. Gotcha. Well, I know the. I, I know. I know the last concert that me and you both went to together or we were at together, there was a, I'm not going to mention his name because I don't know if he wants to be mentioned either, but... Please do. I can't. There was a... Uh, a yeah, can. A, another person who is very big in the St. Louis music scene and has been for years and years and years who did not have anything good to say about Buck Cherry also. I don't remember this. I don't know if you were there when I had the conversation with him. I don't think you were. You had the conversation with who? 
The person who's big in the scene? Yes. Who had nothing good to say about Buck Cherry. Most people don't. Is it that bad? I don't know. I mean, he seems like an Could odd be. he seems like an odd dude. I, I will I will say that for sure. Well, but. okay, yeah, by by the way, I'm just talking about the lead singer. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure the person who you were talking to probably was talking about him as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's yeah. my bad. I shouldn't have said the whole band when I'm talking about one person. But well, I didn't mean the whole band. I meant the singer, and I didn't specify. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've heard he's had many run-ins with people, but whatever. <laughs> what did we talk? Uh, you, you said so. You said Buck Cherry, and then what did you say? Um, another another song. song. Oh, I don't know what the O Town song was. I don't remember. Is it the? It doesn't matter. I went down a boy band rabbit hole again. Uh-oh. Who who did we land on? I've had new kids on the block stuck in my head for over 24 hours. Really? Yeah. I've seen a yeah. lot of videos and pictures from the Backstreet Boys concert. No one seemed disappointed. That could be how it started. It could be how it started. <laughs> but I didn't search Backstreet Boys. I started with someone commented, and I, I commented back, being like, they, they basically were like, this is... This is a group that I, you know, I don't remember the words they use, but basically like listened to a lot when I was a young kid. So this is like so nostalgic for me seeing them and hearing them sound so good, whatever. And I said, oh, that's boys to men for me. And then I just went down this thing. <laughs> Fucking I've had Please Don't Go Girl by New Kids on the Block stuck in my head for so long. It's getting it's coming up on 48 hours. <laughs> It's pretty terrible. <laughs> I've tried to get it out of my head too. I've, uh, I've listened to so much other shit. Do you I remember? Uh, like houses had me today, and they didn't. But my, you, my wife was like, "I don't even know what that song is," and you're weird. And I was like, "Okay, fine." Do you remember uh, Black Street? Of course. <laughs> yeah, dude. What was their big song? No diggity. That's right. Yeah. Who had um? Who was the guy? They were in the. The was it the breakdancing movies? Who's saying bump bump bump? You know what I'm talking about? Let me no. see that sexy body go bump bump bump. Oh, who? It, oh, Omarion or oh, oh yeah, it's him. Yeah, that's you know who I'm talking about though, right? Who was the what was the band? I mean, was I in? know who Omarion is. That could have been his song. Are you t- wait breakdancing movies? Are you talking about like Step Up or something like that? No. What's the other ones? Um, you got served. Yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I am so ashamed of <laughs> everything about myself, but you know what? I'm not. No. Okay. Uh, bump, bump, bump. I mean, it's probably Omar. That's dude. That's way after. We'll call it my time. Are you Googling it? Oh, that's B2K, which Omarion was in. Okay, so I was right. I was long, I, I was glad that I wasn't that's just like that, way off. That came out in 2002. Okay. That's crazy. Yeah. 30 years ago. Dude, you know what? Um, ever since you, it was a, an episode or two ago, we talked about Nappy Roots and that song, uh, All Naw or Hell Naw or whatever it's called. I've listened to that song a thousand times. I really like the I really like the Yeah, I really like the rock version of it, I'm not gonna lie. They're both good. I mean I don't yeah. like the rock version as much as I do the original, but yeah. no, they're both good. Yeah. 
Do you know the group Grits? No. Okay. So if you like Nappy Roots, you need to go check out Grits. Okay. Uh, let me give you a good song to start with, just so I get you, so, so you can get you know, so you can get in. Okay. Uh, what's it called? I got it right here. Hold on. Ah, son of a bitch. It is called Ooh-Ah. Check out the song Ooh-Ah, My Life Be Like by Grits. I guarantee you, you'll like it. Your your song from Nappy Roots was All and All. <laughs> your song from this one is Ooh-Ah. Southern hip-hop, dude. I like it. What can you do? Right. Well, you have anything else for this evening? Let's save everything else for the next show. Okay. I think that sounds we good. We went from Deshaun Watson to O-Town. I feel like that's pretty good uh, good ground covered there. Well, regardless, so. man, we have football this week. It's Hall of Fame game, but oh. it's still... But uh, real quick, explain that to me. It's Jacksonville against the Raiders. How is that a Hall of Fame game? I don't understand. I don't fucking know. I don't watch football necessarily. It's not the season to me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but college football is real close, which I can't fucking wait for. Yeah. Real close. I need to get more into college football. You really do. I don't know how you're not. I like, don't it's, I it's don't bizarre. know. It just never was in my... When people... And I understand, like... I understand the comparisons that people make. But the rivalries in college football yeah, and the energy week yeah. in and week out is so fucking awesome, dude. And yeah. you don't have to be like, don't get me wrong. I'll watch two really bad NFL teams play, but I also won't be paying attention for a lot of the time. Right. Right. Yeah. And when I say that, I mean two teams that I don't follow, but dude, if you give me a rivalry game from a different conference, um, one of which who I don't have teams that I'm invested in that I, I'll watch and I'll, I'll be invested, you know, like I'll watch Oklahoma play Texas, you know, mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll be the whole game. I'll be watching. I'll watch fucking Washington play USC. I'll, you know, it's just fun, man. I don't know. You need to get into it. I do. I, I respect any, like anybody like you who, you know, when I talk about an NFL player that I've been following for what, for, you know, however long, and they're like, oh, yeah, they went to Texas Tech. And, you know, just being able to, like, you know, spout off yeah. stuff about when they were in college and stuff. I'm like, they were in college, like, nine years ago. How do you know where, like, what school they came from and all that kind of stuff? You know, I've, I've been trying to get more into it. Because I feel like in college, with college sports, the big ones anyway, mainly basketball and football, those kids that go to those games and those people that go go to those games, they put their life on pause. Yeah. While those games are happening. Yeah. Whereas with professional sports, most of the time, it's recreationally something that you're doing to have a good time, to involve the family, to get away from the family. But with college sports, like you, you, that consumes you. Yeah. The moment consumes you. Um, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Probably a bad thing. But nonetheless, it makes it cool. 
get into Ohio State this year. Why don't you just join me? <laughs> of course, yeah. Of course you would want me to they're, do that. I mean, they're projected to win the national title by most people, so. Yeah. I wonder I wonder if I wonder if it changes with college players being able to make money now. Like I wonder if I'm sure the rivalries, you know, aren't going to get any less competitive or anything like that, but I think I don't know. I guess I wonder if the whole attitude towards players making money is going to change anything in college. I mean, it's already stopped. Like people sit out bowl games now. They don't, you know, and I think at first I didn't like it. This is going back like six years. But now I'm like, yeah, fucking sit out. Fuck it. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you're playing for the national championship, it's a little bit different than playing the fucking, you know, sun chips, fucking chip bowl. (laughs) Yeah. In Albuquerque. Right. You know, uh, I could have thought of a better bowl name than that. <laughs> I was impressed. Like I made that up. I, I made imp- that up for sure. <laughs> but there are some where you're like, "Yeah, we're playing in the in the New Era Pinstripes Bowl." It's like, okay, who gives a fuck? Right. You know, if I'm like a top, if I'm projected to be a top ten NFL pick, I'm not playing in the New Era Pinstripes Bowl. Right. You know. Yeah. So, I get it. At first, I didn't like it, and I think it was mainly because I think the first year that it got like it was it was someone big, and I, I don't remember who it was. I just remember being like, "Man, I, I." It brought up the question like, "How many times this season did that guy take it easy?" Which could have potentially cost his team, which is a shitty way of thinking, and like, fuck me for even thinking that. But I think a lot of people were feeling that way. But I think like you start to realize like, oh wait, he's not the only one. There are several guys on the field. I'm using well, I mean, air that, quotes. That, I mean, taking that, it easy. That I would think that that crosses sports and everything, like all all more the so round. in football, man. You just because yeah. you can get hurt, you know. Yeah. Way, way more. Well, you see it in basketball now a little bit. Like, well, I think we talked about it. Like, if you play, if you're like, I don't know, you play for Kentucky, for instance. You're a one and dunner. You're projected to be a top five pick in the NBA. Kentucky's a fucking, I don't know, a three seed, right? Um, do you really play hard in that first game? Right. Do you really play hard in the second round? Right. All right. Now we're in the Sweet 16. We're playing. Yeah. I don't know. I, it's shitty to think that way, but I mean, fuck it. I don't blame these guys. Yeah. Think of how much money they bring in for these fucking schools and for these conferences. Forget the schools. Think about the conferences. Mm-hmm. You know, if a conference gets so many teams to a bowl game in football, they get so much money. You know? From who? So, who does that money come from? The NCAA. Oh, okay. Well, them and whatever their governing bodies are outside of whatever, but I don't know. It's all very very boring to me like when i tried to read the fine print on that one time and i was like i don't fucking care i'm just gonna watch i'm just gonna watch and love it you know like i'm gonna root for my team and uh after i'm done watching them i'll watch the next fucking big game that's on saturday you know i love college football saturdays dude yeah you have to come over one of these saturdays when ohio state's playing at like noon and then afterwards we can watch fucking Florida and Alabama play or like Florida and Arkansas play or Florida and Georgia. It'll be cool. It's just, it's, it's so much fun. I can't, I really can't believe that you haven't gotten into it. So you never watched like Mizzou play or like, 
Anybody? Not really. I mean, Mizzou, yeah. Mizzou more than anybody else, but not not really. And they suck. I just never really had anybody around me that did. So it wasn't my thing. My dad always watched the NFL growing up, so that's where I got that from, and that's just kind of... Yeah, see, I grew up around college football more so than pro, but keep in mind, I didn't have a pro team in St. Louis when I was in my prime years of like watching football. And so, you know, just is what it is. Yeah. Now I, I rooted for a pro team, but I didn't have one in town. So it made it easier for me to, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Let's get out of here. <laughs> All right. Whoa!